0: Another week, another Lazy Brook podcast. Hi, Steph.
1: We haven't missed a week yet. What do you mean? For the show. 75, since we started
0: it. 75 weeks and running.
1: Even on weeks when we're tired or sick or didn't have time.
0: <laughs> I was just thinking today before we sat down to do this, how many times in a row we were like, well, we're still sick. It was like five or six shows. We oh, were just yeah. like, still sick, everybody.
1: Everybody's like, is this the episode I listened to last week?
0: Are you guys still <laughs> sick? I mean, and then I was thinking today, I'm not sick, but I'm tired. Since I've been feeling better and not sick, I'm just still tired. So if you're not sick, you're tired. If you're not tired, you're sick, and I don't even know.
1: Well, you have a very exciting week ahead of you. It's the last week of school, it's- so you have a fun countdown.
0: It's really fun and exhausting all at the same time. But it's good. Good things. This is a uh, bumped the music there.
1: It's really, and I think a lot of people in my position will understand this, it's admittedly difficult living with and being in a relationship with somebody who has that kind of time off in the summer when you don't. Because part of me is so excited for you, and it gives me that feeling you had when you were in school when you're like oh it's almost summer like the last week of school you never got anything done it was just fun yeah and then it's summer and it's the best feeling ever but then I'm like oh wait I still have to go to work
0: (laughs) I think you're excited for me until the day comes where I'm sleeping in or staying home with Zoe and you're going to work all week
1: it is it's sad because I leave every day and you guys wave to me and I'm like bye have a nice day
0: see you oh
1: man i need more vacation time it's crazy like you know you start a job and you typically get one to two weeks to start and i get time off yeah i get three weeks and i've had so many people say to me that's amazing you're really lucky and i'm like okay in the grand scheme of things yeah but that's not a lot of time off you look at how many weeks in a year we don't know this but what is it? 52 or 54? 52? James had to call us out on that one. 52 weeks and people are like, you get 3 weeks off. That's unbelievable. I'm like, is it? You only have
0: to work <laughs> 49 weeks?
1: Wow. It's, yeah. yeah. It's just wild. And then what is it? 10 you have?
0: It's about 10 to 12. Yeah. I uh, summer I I think I used to say it was 15 weeks. I used to say it's 12 weeks. The more you look at the calendar from the time you're done with school to the time school starts, I think it's 10 weeks. Right. 10 weeks of complete nothing of schoolwork. Right. So many teachers get side jobs, bartending, waiting tables, doing whatever. I
1: would make good money doing that. You would unless
0: you were getting paid and didn't have to.
1: Well, if I was getting paid well enough, yeah.
0: That's true. You just got to live inside your means or below your means. It's an important uh, skill.
1: It's hard when you're planning a wedding, isn't it?
0: Everything's hard (laughs) when you're planning a wedding. (laughs) to f- afford financially yeah
1: well i have to thank you for your patience because i know that you're not as as a typical man you're not like omg let's pick the venue what color flowers are we going to get what are the what date like- what
0: season <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> what color are the bridesmaids dresses going to be but i admittedly only because i'm super excited and giddy talk about it all the time and you deal with it and i actually asked you the other day is it getting annoying that I keep talking about the wedding? But I think it would be concerning if I wasn't, you know, if it's like, oh yeah, I guess we should start planning that. It doesn't seem like you're looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. So thanks for putting up with me, and thanks to all of our friends and family. Um, I've been talking to Elizabeth about it a lot as she's planning a wedding. I've been bouncing ideas off Paige a ton. Um, Paige got married. At the venue we looked at first. Oh yeah! So she was able to give a lot of feedback, and it's it's nice having friends who have been through it because you can get get advice because there's a lot of tips and tricks.
0: It's the best way. Experience is the best advice, right? Learning from other people's experiences. Sorry, um, man, it is a whirlwind. It's so much thing. to
1: think about. I I feel on some. On some occasions, a day will go by and I'm like, okay, we're making progress. We got some stuff in the works. And then the next day, I'm like, we haven't even talked about an efficient, efficient,
0: officiant? efficient. I think, I think it's official.
1: <laughs> an officiant. It really
0: is one of those circumstances where you take one step forward and two steps back a lot of right. the times, so and then three steps forward and two steps back. And it's a lot of coordination of planning so many things into one day.
1: It is. I'm having a lot of fun with it. I think I want to be a wedding planner professionally. But I don't wanna to have to work the evenings and weekends. Like I wanna have to be at the wedding. I just wanna help them plan it. Everything ahead of up time. to is that a thing? Can I do that?
0: I'm sure there's a business for it somewhere.
1: It's so satisfying. Um Christina got me this book with like three whole prongs and all this advice and tips and checklists and I've been hole punching things that I print out and putting them in there and it's the most satisfying organization of like photographers and venues and
0: you've been going through all the notes of stuff
1: yeah very satisfying
0: i'm glad you're enjoying yourself
1: thank you <laughs> i'm glad you're doing it so i don't have to that's what you're thinking <laughs>
0: that's exactly right you're well, right
1: thanks for putting up with all the talk because it is a lot
0: it, it is quite a lot guys quite a lot but uh you know i i think i have the skill of just kind of numbing things out at a certain point you do They don't bother me anymore. No. So, as long as you're happy. Really? The world's happy.
1: Oh. No. Happy wife, happy life. Happy wife, happy (laughs) everything. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) And we're having a little bit of a concern with Zozo. We found some blood on her after she peed outside earlier. So... You know, it's the same thing as when you're not feeling well. You can't start googling your dog's symptoms because you'll be, it. oh no, this is bad.
0: <laughs> vet, which vet? Where's the vet? I need to take it to the ER vet.
1: We have to go right now.
0: It's it's a scary thing.
1: It's concerning, and in the back of your mind, you're you're thinking about like how much is this going to cost, but you're like, it doesn't matter. I just want my dog to be okay. The internet's so terrible in some ways. You Google something, and it's immediately like life threatening, severe.
0: Yeah, it's, you know. It's a whole wormhole, loophole. Don't don't do it.
1: Just don't do it.
0: All the holes you get into, tunnels.
1: Yep. Call your vet.
0: Rabbit holes. They'll make you feel better. Call your vet, talk to a professional, ask for their advice. That's the best thing you can do. If your vet's good and doesn't want you to just come in for the $100 visit. Right. If you have a good relationship with them, though. That's important.
1: Yeah. We take Zoe to Cumberland Vet Clinic in Enola, and I highly recommend them. They said, hey, just bring us a urine sample, drop it off, we'll go from there.
0: Yeah. Good good advice. Yeah. Good start.
1: So now we have to attempt to get a urine sample out of her, which is always interesting.
0: I asked Steph immediately as she hung the phone up, like, how are you going to do that?
1: <laughs> What's the plan? Zoe
0: doesn't eat and do really anything well. You try to interrupt her. It's just not gonna go yeah, good. Yeah.
1: You have to really sneak up behind them and like slide a little Tupperware bowl underneath. But as soon as she notices you doing that, she you know, she jumps up and stops and looks back.
0: There's gotta so. be like a little Shi Wee device that
1: <laughs> Shi wee, yeah. There's gotta be something
0: dogs could use silicone Shi wee for the dogs.
1: Yeah, there's gotta be something. Well, uh Ziggy, my brother's cat.
0: Also dealt with this. Kev's right? cat,
1: yeah, he just had a UT was it a UTI? Yeah. Something. And they, they're they like, you have to get a urine sample from him. And Kev was like, um, how? how?
0: <laughs> do you have tranquilizer darts I can use? Yeah,
1: like, that was a whole thing.
0: I can only imagine.
1: And the things we do, though, because you, you just want to make sure they're okay. So you'll do what you have to do. You figure it out.
0: Figure it out. She so seems we, normal, though. She sent no other symptoms. No, no whimpering. No abnormal behavior. Mm-mm. She's not eating her food, which is pretty normal. So <laughs>
1: that's the usual.
0: It's, it's pretty much her. Yep. We'll see how she does the rest of the night. Yep. Um, but as we said last week, it's camping season. We have gone camping already three times. Yeah. Once at Little Buffalo, twice at Kifford. That's right. Two have been rainy. One has been beautiful. And the beautiful one, wouldn't you know it, we didn't even make any video. We dropped the ball again.
1: We took a video at the fire, I think.
0: Maybe By with fire, the phone. With your phone. We might have to upload some of those videos here.
1: I took a video of the s'more That's that right. we made. We made s'mores with Take Five Bars. hmm You heard that right.
0: We're going to need to put so that, that together and put that out there maybe yeah. for people to see. Because we did have a couple videos we took. So we can try to put those on YouTube at least. Right. But speaking of YouTube, we did have the coolest thing ever. While we were standing at our campsite, this guy was staring, I think at Steph and I while we were setting up camp on Friday night, I think. It was on Saturday. Saturday. And he, like, squealed his brakes and was like, hey, I just saw your YouTube video. You still have a little white dog?
1: (laughs) You still have that little fluff ball? (laughs) It's the first
0: thing he asked about.
1: That was so sweet of him. It
0: was cool. So, yeah, we got to start doing more YouTube videos because people watch them. They're like, we've never been here before. We want to see... Uh, what we could find out about it. So we YouTubed Gifford Pinchot, and right. your video is one of the first ones that popped up. So Social
1: media is amazing. It works.
0: Who would have known? Who would have thunk it?
1: It gave us motivation to, to do more of them.
0: Not enough, apparently, because we didn't do any more this weekend. And we forgot half of the equipment, and that's why we didn't have half of the mounts. And for going out on the lake, you need the mounts that float so you don't lose the GoPro at the bottom of the lake just in case. Right. There's all types of things you got to do. Be prepared. It's difficult to do.
1: It's such a balance of enjoying yourself and relaxing, but also remembering to do the videos. And sometimes we get carried away doing stuff, and we're like, whoops, never did a video.
0: Sugar. We'll have to get better at just relaxing and doing whatever we want and clicking the record button. Right. That's all. One day. but We'll try to upload some of those short clips we have from this past weekend. But uh, it's been State Park so far this year. This coming weekend, tomorrow, we're going to Little Mexico with some of our favorite people.
1: Steve, Sarah.
0: And Ryan. Noli Lynn. and Zane. Yeah. I must say I don't know who's my favorite, but the boys are up there.
1: Oh yeah. You I mean, mean you like them more than Steve and Sarah?
0: Sometimes. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> they kidding. are so
1: I know they're so stinking cute. They're oh my fun gosh. at
0: first and then you're like, all right, when do we get our Steve and Sarah time? Right. Boys, you can go to bed.
1: Right. It's nice because you get to hang out with the kids, and then when they go to bed, we get to just kind of relax and talk with Steve and Sarah.
0: Or, like, not fall asleep.
1: But, yeah, but then it's, like, 9 o'clock, and we're all, like, anybody else exhausted? Uh, okay,
0: let's <laughs> play a game. Whoever doesn't fall asleep first wins.
1: Yeah, right?
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> we're all fighting, snoring. It's so true. And passing out from the busy days. Well, the kids
1: get them up early. They're going all day. All day. We're just tired people because we're always going and i'm just naturally a tired person it's it's part of my personality trait i think
0: can that be a personality trait tiredness
1: i think it is for me
0: okay you know
1: i think some people wake up in the morning and they're like i feel great i'm rested i never feel that way i could sleep till 11 o'clock on a saturday and i still i'm like i'm so tired like i I could just sleep
0: 50 50 for me yeah i could sleep in sometimes like we do and then other days i'm up at like seven
1: yeah you get up on my uh, own you get up when we're camping on a saturday and you're like hey how'd you sleep and i'm like i'm not ready to get up here don't talk to me
0: (laughs) you can (laughs) tell eight o'clock and you're like all right
1: (laughs) you can tell when i don't want to be woken up because i barely move my lips when i respond to you i'm like i don't want coffee i'm still tired don't talk to me
0: even then even then when you are up and i'm like do you want some coffee and you're like not yet i'm still sleeping in a little bit longer (laughs) it's like an hour later
1: i'm like babe it's only eight o'clock i want to lay in bed a little longer okay
0: no it's actually nine (laughs) o'clock
1: it's such a balance when people have different views on sleeping in your parents they would never sleep till eight o'clock My mom loves to sleep till 9 or 10.
0: My parents are up half the time before Kev's in bed.
1: Oh, yeah. They're up at 4 a.m., 5 a.m. at the latest probably. Some people go
0: to bed after my parents are already up from their night of sleep. Oh, yeah. It is so weird how people are so different. Some people work their full day before anybody gets out of bed, and they're done.
1: Yeah, depending on the shift they work. But, I mean, even your parents who work a normal shift, they they just get up early. Yeah.
0: Yeah. My dad's weird. He, he works all types of overtime, so. Yeah,
1: but your mom just gets up early. She gets
0: up early for sure. It's just, maybe I think what it is, is my mom has been so inconsistently woken up by my dad because of his early shifts. Like, she gets woken up. She can't fall back asleep. Right. So her sleep's all screwed up and pretty much just whatever my dad's is, he can get up at 2, 3, 4 a.m. for overtime, so.
1: right. It's just wild how everybody has such a different perspective based on what they're used to. We were in Baltimore for the Orioles game over Easter weekend. It was Saturday night, what, 8 o'clock, maybe 8.30. And your dad called, and he's like, you're in Baltimore at this time of night?
0: Are you staying there?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, Mom and Joe, like, they'll stay up till midnight, 1 a.m. on a weekend, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. And other people got home and stayed up and played games all night. Right. After getting home at midnight.
1: Right. They stayed up and
0: (laughs) did. I was asleep as soon as I got home and hit the bed.
1: We're exhausted.
0: Out like a light. Baltimore was a crazy place.
1: It's one of those days where you look forward to going to sleep and you're like, why am I so excited to get in bed and just not be aware of anything happening? (laughs) I get excited, I
0: think, every night for bed. I do too. Oh, it's nine o'clock. <laughs> it's
1: happening again. It's
0: acceptable to go to <laughs> bed now. <Woo-hoo. laughs>
1: it's that time again, Zoe. <laughs>
0: There's times in the school year when it's winter and dark and it's like 7 30, and I'm like, can I go to bed yet? Like, is it acceptable? And then you're waking up at four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, that
1: doesn't happen to me. I still sleep.
0: Sleep all night.
1: That's the beauty. Oh, yeah. I would still sleep till 9, 10 a.m. Um, I, when I worked the morning show at Hot, right out of college, I worked at Hot 93.5. I had to be there. Well, our show started at 5.30 and I would, where was I going with this? We, oh. Our show started at 5.30. I would literally get up at like 3.45 because oh, I yeah. would, I would, I did for a while I would shower because I couldn't just roll out of bed and roll into work. I didn't feel awake. I Not didn't feel ready to yet. go. I would get up, shower, get there at like four thirty, four forty-five. There were there were times in the winter where I would come home I would like go to the gym after work, come home, shower. It would be two o'clock in the afternoon. I'd straight up put my pajamas on and I'd be like, I'm done for the day. Like I am in. I'm not going anywhere. I'd eat an early dinner. And there were nights I would be in bed by like seven asleep. And it was amazing. (laughs) But when you get up that early, like it's a whole different lifestyle. It's
0: possible then. That's crazy. You are getting like almost up 2 hours early. Just to be awake.
1: Up 2 hours early?
0: Yeah, cuz you had to be in it hot at what time? Six? Um
1: the show started at 5:30. I didn't like to get there any later than 5. I would aim for like 4:45 cuz we had to do show prep and you couldn't roll in at 5:30. Yeah. So
0: It's early. Early mm-hmm. start.
1: And everybody was like, "Well, it's a good thing you're a morning person." I'm like, "I'm not." <laughs> that was the best part everybody like assumed i was a morning person nobody there could believe i would get up and shower i'm like i had to like remember well you were doing it i guess with teaching when you everybody was work from home during the beginning of covid i would just like roll downstairs in my pajamas and sit on the couch and i was like i can't do this i don't feel productive i need to at least like brush my hair brush my teeth yeah. put on somewhat of real clothes yep it's hard to to feel ready to do anything otherwise
0: do you think if you had that schedule today, you would still shower in the morning?
1: Probably not. I would probably go to the gym after and then shower. Yeah. And I'm not about showering twice a day. As a female, it's too much work.
0: I love showering three times a day.
1: It's a lot easier when you have short hair.
0: That's right.
1: But to wash your hair and then it's wet and you want to dry it and detangle it, I don't have time for that.
0: Nonsense.
1: You know, it's a lot,
0: it is too much maintenance. Speaking of hair, I need, to, I need to trim.
1: You do. You need me to, to get on that?
0: Trim me up a little bit.
1: <laughs> now that I'm your new hairstylist. That's right. So I wanted to share my favorite story of the week with you. Is that cool? We yeah. have time for that? Yeah. <laughs> this is the best story. This is one of the best stories I've ever talked about on the radio. A guy got pulled over for speeding.
0: What state is this? Missouri. Undisclosed? I don't know. Oh, don't tell me Missouri if you don't know. (laughs) Don't just make something up. I want to hear the whole story, and I'll tell you what state it's from. Okay. And then you'll tell me if it's right or not.
1: He got pulled over. The cops came up to his window, and he quickly switched seats with his dog. So the dog was sitting in the driver's seat, and he climbed over the passenger seat. The officer came up to the window, and he's like, uh, officer, I'm sorry. What happened? I wasn't driving. It was my dog. Turns out, obviously, there was some there was some alcohol
0: involved. Some drinking.
1: Legitimately tried to blame it on his dog. And the dog's just sitting there being the best boy ever. Like, Hi, officer. I was wondering if I could have some belly rubs.
0: Do you have any treats with you?
1: <laughs> and the officer's like, oh, it was your dog, huh? So then the guy took off running, left his dog behind. You're a terrible person, first Dang. of all. And obviously they caught him. That that never works. That never ends with a happy ending for the criminal, you know? No. Cops caught him and I just hope the dog found a good home. That's my biggest concern. Like better how dare the, you blame your dog?
0: Better than the one he came from. It now at first, like all stories that start crazy, I was gonna say this was a Florida story. Definitely didn't end on a Florida note. Like mm-hmm. sorry, no one's getting out of their car and running in Florida. They're going to sweat instantly.
1: Yeah, but they could. It's warm down there.
0: Muggy and swamped up by alligators or something somewhere.
1: Yeah.
0: Anacondas. Who knows what's down there, but they're getting eaten in the swamps. Missouri might be a good guess for that state. could be. I think you might be accurate.
1: That was one of the best best stories I've ever seen in doing show prep for the radio.
0: (laughs) What would you call it? Like a dumb criminal.
1: Dumb criminal for sure. Dumb criminal story. Blaming his dog. Shameful on you. Shame on shame, you. Shame, shame,
0: shame. <sighs> I'm trying to run. That is sad. It is. Ridiculous. Do we have any time for some would you rathers?
1: Let's do like two or three.
0: Oh, two or three. She's limiting me to two or three. <laughs> we
1: got places to go and people to see here.
0: Would you rather be a star or a planet? The sun or Probably Earth? a star. Why?
1: Because like things... Revolve around
0: everything it. revolves around you, right?
1: <laughs> well, you're like always surrounded by love
0: or hate
1: <laughs> or hate. I don't know. The planet, there's just I don't know. I wouldn't
0: want to be Earth and just everybody pollute on me. And I wouldn't want to be up either my warm, resources, but maybe they're it would both be fun.
1: terrible options.
0: Star's gonna blow up at some point,
1: yeah. At least you're always warm. I don't want to be cold. So I think
0: I would choose a star too because it would be fun to be the center of it all. Would you rather? Only ever use a spoon or only ever use a fork? What utensil is more versatile? Spoon. Exactly.
1: You can't always get in, like, if you're eating a pudding cup, a yogurt, you got to be able to get in there. Forks just don't do it the same. You're
0: not eating cereal with a fork. Mm-mm. I'm sorry.
1: You can use a spoon for just about anything you can use a fork correct. for. That's correct. It's superior. It's I said it. It's a
0: superior utensil. We said it. Spoon could replace everything. I'm pretty it confident. Could. Would you rather... Be a rock or a plant?
1: I don't like these questions. I don't want to be either one.
0: I'm going to be a plant. I'd rather be
1: a dog. (laughs) Then I
0: could photo that. We do have a dog one coming up. We'll finish on that one.
1: I think plants better because at least you're alive then.
0: You photosynthesize. You got cells. You're living. You're moving. You're growing. You look pretty, hopefully. Yeah. A rock's just a rock. All you're good for is like driveways. I don't even know. This one's a little sad, but it's still good. It's going to trump your dog thought. Would you rather be a bird that can't fly? It's like a penguin, ostrich, that type of thing. Or be a dog that can't walk?
1: That is really sad. I don't like this one.
0: Got to answer it.
1: I still want to be a dog.
0: I knew you would. Yeah. Because dogs always win. Dogs are going to be happy regardless of whether they can walk or not. What if you could be a dog that could fly? There's nothing in there. Says a dog can't fly.
1: That would be cool. Maybe I'd be you up could for just
0: that. Swim, skydive dog. And the bird that can't fly, I mean, yeah. That's sad. You'd be the dog? Yeah. Birds that can't fly are still pretty cool, though. Like Roadrunner?
1: Oh, I'd be a penguin in a heartbeat.
0: You would be a penguin if you had to be a bird that couldn't fly. You'd pick penguin.
1: Probably, yeah. What would you pick?
0: Like an emu or ostrich? Is penguin
1: a stupid choice?
0: I, it's just not very. I think there's just so many more majestic big legged creatures yeah, out there. Yeah,
1: they're definitely not majestic, but they're so cute. They're cute. Water. What's or like a puffin, isn't that like a penguin? A
0: puffin? Yeah, I think so, maybe. Maybe a puffin's a bird that flies though. My
1: brother and I used to call each other young puffin. I don't remember why. There was some like weird thing when we were kids, but huh. I always thought puffins were Which cute. brother, Kev
0: or Michael? Kev. Kev, young puffin.
1: Puffins are cool. Yeah. I could do that, but I still think dog wins.
0: You would be a dog for sure. Oh yeah. No, I'd be big Big, fast bird. Somebody could ride. They do ostrich racing and people ride on the back of them.
1: That would be fun. I
0: want to watch that before I die someday.
1: Look it up on YouTube. You
0: probably go to like Florida for that. Maybe te- Texas, Tennessee, some, somewhere like that. Well, thanks for joining us on another trip down the Lazy Brook. Uh, get a hold of us at the Lazy brook at gmail.com. Check us out on YouTube. And we love you be nice to somebody.
1: Have a great long weekend and kiss all your dogs for me and your penguins.